Welcome to another business-orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast. My name is Willem Klopper, I'm your host, and in this episode we'll be talking about managing expectations. That'd be both your expectations and that of your customers, and we're going to be focusing specifically on the expectations regarding invoicing and payments. Now joining me for this conversation is Mr. Greg Hopfeld. Uh, he's the Finance Director of Invoice SA. Greg, a warm welcome to you and thanks a stack for your time and effort in joining me. Great, thanks Willem. I'm very happy to be here. Thanks for inviting Greg, so there's a lot that can be said about um, the expectations that customers have of us as uh, in, you know, service providers, whether we trades people or any other service provider for that matter. Um, and we also have our own expectations when it comes to invoicing and making payments, etc. So, you know, I've got quite a few questions for you in that regard. But I think before we delve into the details of our conversation, let's just cross over to a quick ad break. So for our listeners and our viewers, please don't go away. Do stay tuned because Greg and I will be right back after this. Are you a tradesperson or trading company that's looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at info at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. Welcome back. You are still tuned into a business-orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, and Greg Hopfeld of Invoice Essay. And we're discussing in today's episode managing expectations, both your own and that of your customer, especially when it comes to invoicing and payments. Now, Greg is the correct person to chat to for that topic and subject. Greg would you mind to just quickly introduce yourself to the audience just so that they know who you are and how you fit into the picture? Yeah, no problem. So I um, did my articles at Deloitte. I qualified as a chartered accountant in 2000. I spent three years in the corporate world, um, including um, places like South African breweries. Um, but it, I never really fit into that world. I didn't like the the politics, the formality, it's just um, it's a world that I was never meant, meant to be in. So ever since then, I've been running um, a variety of uh, businesses. Um, and uh, most recently, not counting the invoice business, which we'll talk about, um, it was low-cost uh, accommodation and property. And um, that business really gave me the, the impetus to to do what I'm doing now because I saw all the problems that, or what I thought were the problems um in the way I was invoiced by the various trades that I used to maintain my properties. Um, and along with my partner who is involved in the planning trade, um, we, we both saw the problem. So that's where Invoice SA came from. That's what prompted you to think of, let's establish a, a, you know, something to help, like a tool or something to help the plumbers or the other tradespeople for that matter with, with specifically invoicing payments, tracking payments and those kind of things. It, it was exactly that. Um, we just saw the way they were conducting themselves. They, they did the work, but they weren't delivering to us what, what we needed to um, from them, invoices and so on. All right. So I want to ask you quickly, Greg, there's, there's a lot that can be said about customers' expectations, you know, and especially when it comes to either the service that we deliver or the product that we may deliver. 
Um, you know, there are certain expectations that customers have uh, when it comes to that. But then there's always that additional expectation that customers have um, of being invoiced timelessly and being invoiced accurately because they have that, you know, it's one thing to say they, they, they have much care for the product or the service that you put on the table. But when it comes to invoicing and them making a payment on that invoicing, they certainly have certain expectations about that. Is that correct? For sure. I mean, um, every customer has, has, has that expectation. Um, and I mean, I think we've all experienced it as well, where, where that, that the plumber or the tradesman hasn't delivered, delivered as we expected like that. Maybe um, invoicing late um, or just giving you a bad invoice, maybe an invoice you, you can't read. Um, it, it just doesn't live up to what, what you want from, from the tradesman. Um, so it's disappointing. You, you mentioned it earlier when you, when you introduced yourself to the audience that, you know, from your own perspective, when you used to call out, I think you mentioned that you, you, you used to own property or you were in the property development spectrum. And when uh, service providers came out, like plumbers, for instance, when tradespeople came out to do, deliver some services, you used to sort of struggle to either get an invoice from them. And when they eventually give you an invoice it didn't necessarily look professional so you have yourself experienced that um, you know that not not giving you that invoice either on time or the information on the invoice not being accurate you know the other i under undercharging you or overcharging you or not adding specific items onto it or then at the end of the day the invoice just it's unreadable it's just a piece of paper and it's it's not quite professional. Is that correct? You you experienced that yourself. I mean, look for sure. That's uh, sometimes I experience all of those things in, in one go. So, I mean, I'll, I'll just give you some sort of examples of it. Um, I had a, a an electrician who uh, did a lot of work for me, and he used to use internet cafes to send faxes, but it was never the same internet cafe, and it was always in between other jobs. So I would receive the invoice maybe the next day, maybe three days later, um, and the, the fax quality wasn't good, his writing wasn't good. Um, so I was often phoning him to ask him, like, what is this, what is that? This doesn't look right. Um, I had a, a plumber who, he would scan handwritten invoices and, and his, on his own scanner, but I don't know if I ever received an invoice the same day or even the next day. Sometimes it was a few days late, sometimes a week late, I had an incident of um, six months late. He actually phoned me. He said, Greg, I'm sorry. He said, I, I did work, but I, I don't remember what I've done. Um, so he just kind of um, had a rough guess. And uh, luckily for him, we had a good relationship. I knew he had done more than he said, so I actually paid him extra. Um, but, you know, you, you, can't, you can't count on that, um, really. The fact is that you're not always acquainted with the person that delivers the service to you. So you can't necessarily have that sort of mutual agreement or gentleman's agreement between you and whoever the service provider is because in this instance you knew the person quite well and you could have that sort of uh, relationship with him but at the end of the day you don't know who's going to show up at your door when you call out um, you know the next service provider and when that service provider does something like that you know six months after the <laughs> after the fact call you up and say yes i can't remember what i did it, it, 
it isn't quite the way that the work should be topped off. You know, that's not because it doesn't look professional. It sort of leaves a bad taste, um, even though the work might have been perfect. Exactly that. Right. So I want to ask you. So it's obvious that customers expect invoicing to be done timelessly, um, accurately. And then there's also that expectation of it being professional, you know, it being done in a professional manner, you know, looking professional on a, on a decent piece of paper. You know, you don't just do a quick handwritten thingy, you know, small little paper the size of a 10 rand note and then give that to somebody as an invoice. So let's talk about the impact of invoicing either being done late, not done at all, done inaccurately in other words if they undercharge overcharge don't put certain items that they've they've delivered on on the invoice um and then you know or if it, invoicing is not done at all what what is the impact thereof on let's say because from your perspective as a chartered accountant what impact does that have on business both for the customer who the service was done and delivered to, as well as that of the service provider, because surely it has a, a, a negative, does it have a negative impact? Yeah, so yeah, I'll start off from the, the customer's point of view. I mean, firstly, as the customer, I'm, I'm unimpressed and because it's it's not something that's difficult to get right. Um, and I mean, to be quite honest, there's, there's lots of plumbers who can, can do good work. And so if I've got to choose between two plumbers, I'll, and they're both good, the, the work's good, I'll choose the plumber who looks more professional and it can be as simple as, as a good invoice. And um, so it kind of can have a knock on impact for them there. And um, also as the customer, I've got to, I've got to maintain budgets and I've got to know how my business is doing. And if I don't know how my business is doing and um, where it is right now, it's hard to or plan to how I'm going to move forward. And what else I can spend that spend money on? What I spend money on? So it makes it um, quite challenging, challenging from that point of view. And if you the if you're the tradesman, um, for, for one, you you could potentially be losing future business because people are are not impressed. But um, you also need to know where you are. If you're not if you're not um, giving timeless invoices, you. And accurate invoices, you don't know where you are either. You can't plan yeah. your um, finances going forward. I mean, both of you have got some expectation of getting money in and then paying expenses. Both, I mean, the customer itself to whom you as a plumber may have delivered the service to, they've got expenses to pay and they need to know what their budget looks like. They need to manage that cash flow. But you as a service provider, the same goes for you. You've got a you've got an apprentice or a learner plumber or whoever works with you. You've got staff that you need to pay, and if you invoice inaccurately, if you undercharge, certainly that's going to have a negative impact on your on your cash flow, both yours and your customers' cash flow, and and, and just budget managing, it just throws things around. From my that's my opinion. Well, sure. So you know, to start with, when um. When someone uh, phones a plumber to to come to their business, their house to do to do work, um, I mean, again, to be honest, they don't want the plumber there. There's a it's a it's a grudge purchase. Something's gone wrong, but they have to have the plumber. So they're not happy that the plumber's there, but they've got to do it. The the, the guy, the lady, the plumber comes in. 
they fix they fix whatever needs to be fixed and that is when the person is, is, the, is the happiest now the customer because you're about to get out there hey um whatever was broken is fixed that's when you should be doing your invoice and, and trying to get paid when the customer is happy and um, i mean people are on a tight budget so you, you can't mess them around if you then send them an invoice a week late they've by now they've forgotten about that they're spending money on other things now you find them they're like oh no they they know that they do owe you the money but they are unhappy and you you don't want an unhappy customer because that's not a customer who's going to return to you. Listen, Greg, I've got a couple of more questions for you specifically about Invoice SA and, and how that system of yours helps custom, uh, uh, the tradespeople to, to manage the customer's expectations when it comes to invoicing and payments. But before we get there, before I shoot with my next couple of questions, we are pressed for time. So we're going to cross over to a quick ad break for our listeners and our viewers. Do stay tuned. Greg and I will be back right after this. Are you having questions about the Plumbing Industry Registration Board and the plumbing industry in South Africa? Well, then join us on the couch and in conversation with the industry experts to answer all your lingering questions about the plumbing industry. The PIRB remains committed to ensuring open and consistent communication within the plumbing industry. So. Be part of the conversation. Send us your questions on email at communications at prrb.co.za or on WhatsApp on 079-833-6930. Become a part of the conversation today. Hashtag on the couch. Hashtag PIRB. Welcome back. You are still tuned into a business-orientated episode of the Professional Plumber Podcast with myself, Willem Klopper, and Greg Hopfield of Invoice SA. We're talking about uh, managing expectations, both your own and your customers' expectations, with specific focus on invoicing and payments. Now, just before we went into the ad break, we said and mentioned and talked about the fact that there's an impact when invoicing is done incorrectly. When invoicing is done either not on time, the invoice is not accurate, uh, the invoice doesn't look professional. And we touched on some of you know, the consequences of that being done on cash flow and managing budgeting and those kind of things for both yourself as a tradesperson and for your customer as you know, the person who the service was delivered to. Greg, I want to shoot my next question to you. So it's clear that customers, um, we, we've, we've spoken about the importance of managing those expectations specifically with regard to uh, invoicing and the payments then received after that. So let's talk about invoice essay. Just tell us quickly what exactly is invoice essay and how does this product of yours and the, the associated services that come with it, how does that help tradespeople to sort of manage the expectations around invoicing and payments and those kind of things? Yeah, so I guess uh, if I had to just say quite simply, invoice is, uh, is a, let's call it a, a tool. It's another tool for plumbers to invoice um, quickly and accurately and um, and do it easily for them. It's, it's supposed to be simple. And, 
And it's not only invoices. I mean, plumbers also um, send quotes out. They need to maybe maintain job cards. But essentially, what we've tried to do is put a tool together um, based on our experience and my partner's experience and my experience in the, the property industry, in the trade industry, um, and specifically plumbing, to put a tool together that um, plumbers uh, find easy to use, that delivers invoices quickly, um, and that can be via WhatsApp or email. And it doesn't have a whole lot of complications like um, some big systems that you, you can get out there. Um, because we found through our discussions that more is actually less sometimes. And yep. so we've tried to make it paint by numbers, easy to use. And um, in essence, that's that's the kind of summary of it. So let me let me ask this quickly. Okay, so we, we're referring to it as being a tool. Is this can I ask from my side, is is this a is it a software system? Is it a is it an, a web-based system? Is it a web-based application? Is it something that's used on a computer? Or is it something that can be used on a, a, a smart device like a, a, a tablet or a smartphone or something like that? What exactly is Invoice SA? For sure. So when we designed it, as you know now, it was made for, for tradesmen and specifically here plumbers. And these are people who spend a lot of their time on the road. So it, it, the point of it was to work from a cell phone, from a mobile phone. Um, it can be used on a computer, but for people who are on the road, that's not really um, too practical. Yeah. So you can, easy as um, you register an account on your phone on the, the internet, just go to the website. You, you don't actually need to download an app. Um, and that's for a very specific reason, which I'll, I'll also get to. So yeah, simple as you go to the website, create an account, and um, then you then you start uh, invoicing. And um, you you never need an app, and you never need a computer if you if you don't want. Oh, that's where the web-based aspect of it comes in. It, exactly. So <clears throat> I guess part of the reason for doing it like that is, as well as if. Uh, Let's say a plumber's at a job and um, he's lost his phone or know, he's, he's dropped it in the toilet or something like that and it's not working. He could um, use a colleague's phone, um, log into his account on the website. Uh, all his data are there, his history is there, and he can just do his invoice, um, no problem still. Very, very convenient that but what, what are the... Okay, so you've already, we've established the fact that um, you know what it is. How you know it's a, it's a web-based uh, application. Um, it, we've already established who it serves. You know the tradespeople, and more specifically plumbers in this instance. Um, and I want to ask you, what are the benefits for the plumbers of using it? Let's get into those details of why would plumbers want to use it in the first place? For sure. So number one. Um, it, it makes uh, makes you look more professional. You're not you're not giving a handwritten invoice out. You're giving an invoice out. It's a computer generated invoice. Um, in a way, it almost makes you look like you've got a back office staff that you don't have, but no one knows that. It looks professional. Your invoices are issued um, immediate immediately. Um, and two of the big reasons that's a benefit is because 
if an invoice is issued immediately, it means you're not invoicing after hours. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of planners listen to this podcast are invoicing after hours on weekends. Maybe they did it this long weekend. Uh, and the that- admin usually gets done after hours <laughs> because they spend business hours doing the work. <laughs> no one wants to do that. You could rather do another job or spend that time with your family or friends and um, not, uh, not invoicing. Um, all your documents you've ever done, any invoice you've processed, any quote you've done, even if it's two years old, three years old, you're going to have it there. You just log in on your cell phone and that info is there. Um, you have a, a customer list. So I, I don't know if um, planners do this, but look at a job you did six months ago and, and the customer's details are there. Phone, phone the customer. You know, we replaced your geezer and how are things going? Cu- customers are impressed with that. They'll think, geez, you know, this is good service and they'll use you again. Um, you can convert um, quotes and job cards to an invoice and uh, just clicking a button. Again, you, you're saving time saving time doing that. <clears throat> Another, and this is a big deal, this is the problem I've experienced and I'm, I'm sure we all have, is I use, a, I use a plumber today. Then in six months' time, something else goes wrong. I need another plumber. I'm like, who was that plumber? I, I, I can't remember their name. So I just find another plumber on Google. But if you've now sent the invoice to your customer via WhatsApp or email, they just search in, in their, their phone, plumber, comes up, same plumber. Um, so in my mind, that, that's a very big benefit. And then, of course, there's also the, the, the benefit of it being paperless in a, in a, in a way for you as a service provider. It saves, it, 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 it saves you time because it's online, it's on your device, it's a quick couple of taps. Uh, you don't have papers that might get lost or misplaced because that often happens. Because it's, and there's a clear track record. I like the fact that there's a track record of everything. The list of your customers, the list of documents that you've, that you've issued to your customers. But Greg, I want to ask you the next question because we are pressed for time in this episode. So we know now what the benefits are. We know who your, your, your system your, your, uh, or your, let's say, your web-based application, Invoice Essay. We know who it serves. Um, but I want to ask you quickly, how does it work? Where can, where can, if there are plumbers out there who now wants to start working with it, how does it work? Where, where do they go to find it in the first place? Um, do they have to sort of register on it as a user for it? Uh, I've got questions here like, is it free of charge or is there a charge to use it, like a monthly fee pay to, to use it or those kind of things? Um, and how, once you've answered that, also tell us how does it function? Um, do customers then register, put up their company profile or... Uh, the banking details get added to it. Certainly, there must be certain requirements that needs to go onto it before they can actually start issuing invoices and track invoices, etc. Yeah, for sure. So I guess the easiest way is let me like, almost talk through the process of how a planner right now he decided she decided they wanted to use it. So you go to the website www.invoicesa.com. You click the register button, and when you register, it will ask you you'll create a login. Um, login details, but then it's also going to ask for your business details. So your business name, your, your bank details, and your maybe your, your logo. Um, if you've registered, you put your VAT number in. VAT number. 
future invoices will then default to including that. Um, you, you can exclude that if you if you so choose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you now have an account that's that's ready for action. Um, and it's as simple as you when you're logged in, you click the bigger invoice button. You can't miss it, create invoice. You we we literally give you questions to answer, like what are you selling? How much does it cost? How many you sold? And then we give a little space for notes at the bottom. So the thumbnail can write, replace burst geezer. Um, you save the invoice and then you click another big button, WhatsApp or, or email to your customer. Um, and you actually create the, the customer's details right in the body of the invoice as well. So you don't have to go somewhere else. It just all happens um, as you go. And when you're done, if you want, you can mark your invoices paid, you click a button. Um, it really is as easy is as easy as that. The the charge will the first month is free, 30 days free. We want people to see if they like it. And thereafter it's 99 Rand per month. And no contract. So if someone decides at any stage this doesn't work for them, they, they just stop using it. They're not committed in any way. And um, we think um it's a pretty reasonable price. We don't think that it should really be a very reasonable price for that matter. Yeah. I wanted to ask you just very briefly, we are drawing to a close of this episode and we are pressed for time, um, Greg, sorry about that, but I want to ask you quickly, um, does it also track payment? Does it track payment to mark an invoice as a completed invoice? Yes, so when you finish an invoice, you pick a button, mark is paid, and then um, when you email the invoice to your, your, your customer, it'll actually um, say at the top, um, paid. You can... Maybe they don't pay immediately. You can go back in a week later and you can click a paid. Greg, and then one last question about how it functions, how it works. Um, I asked you about can it track payment. Can can a plumber or a tradesperson set up a, a predefined list of items, of services that they provide so that they can just sort of choose from something that they've previously typed in or... A drop, create a drop-down list to choose items that they are, want to charge the customer for, select those from a drop-down list. How does the, the items, or do they have to type it in every time that they, that they create an invoice? So I think I said earlier, we try to keep it as simple as we can. We try to make it flexible because one geezer installation might not be the same as the next geezer installation. So um, yes, they, they can type things in, but what, what we also... What it also does is we've, we've optimized, we've made our solution work the best with um, Chrome. And when you, you've done an invoice, when you start doing your next invoice, if I start typing Giza, GE, it recognizes that and it, it gives you the option to select Giza. Okay. Or if I'm typing, it'll start, it'll recognize, as you start typing, it'll give you a whole lot of options to choose from. And okay. um, so in essence, yes, you, you don't always have to type in the full description. You can just select what you want. 100%. Greg, one last question before we wrap this episode. I want to say to you quickly, um, where can people get hold of, of you for more questions and to use the system? So people can, we, we do have a support uh, email, support at invoicesa.com, but I'm actually very happy for people to contact me direct. It's um, Greg, it's G-R-E-G-G at invoicesa.com and they can contact me on my cell phone, my phone or WhatsApp if they want. It's 082-770-1550 and we're happy to help even if it's just to help them um, 
sign up for an account. We're happy to help whenever, whenever they want. Greg, so all right. So it's either contact you directly via your email address that you've supplied or given to us or your cell phone number that you've given us. But then also, again, just that, uh, that the website that they can go to to get more information or either to register and sign up to use Invoice SA. That's www.invoicesa.co.za. Is that correct? invoicesa.com 100% Greg I want to thank you for again for your time and your effort in uh, you know having this discussion with me um, it's always good to hear you know we are on or at the at the beginning now of the fourth industrial revolution where everything is getting digitalized um, and it's always cool to hear that South Africans are coming up with initiatives to to bring set forth tools that can help people like tradespeople to better manage things like invoicing, payments, etc. So Greg, thanks again for what you've shared with us today. Thanks, Willem. I hope we can help people. Absolutely. To our listeners and our viewers, that draws to a close of the discussion between myself and Greg. But don't go away yet because right after this, we're bringing you some interesting industry announcements. Do stay tuned. The PIRB's National Roadshow is in KwaZulu-Natal. Come and interact with us today, the 31st of May, at Aquatap in Richards Bay. And tomorrow, the 1st of June, we will be at Northwood Crusaders, number 10 Ranley Crescent, Durban North, together with Plumbing Africa. See you there! Almost two months left till our annual Champions for Charity event takes place, and the sponsorships are selling out fast. Don't miss your opportunity to show heart and be part of this fantastic charity event. Visit www.championsforcharity.co.za to find out how you can become one of the sponsors or buy your tickets for the event. And in the process, give back to those who are in need. Do you have any questions about the plumbing industry or the PIRB? The PIRB would like to answer them on our new show called On The Couch. Send us all your questions via email to communications at pirb.co.za or via WhatsApp to 079-833-6930. The PIRB recognizes plumbers for their hard work and staying up to date with their CPD points. The higher the number of CPD points that plumbers earn and maintain, the bigger their rewards. Plumbers are now able to receive discounts on certain items like COCs and renewal fees and other products, depending on the level of their CPD points. But there's more. Plumbing stakeholders can partner with us to encourage plumbers to continuously develop themselves. Please contact communication at pirb.co.za to find out how you can get involved.